0: Block Talk
1: Radio. Hey there, Dr. Ross Green here, coming to you live from the offices of Live in the Balance. Here in Portland, Maine, where it's a beautiful spring day, Maine has just burst forth with the colors of spring as of this weekend, and um, that's pretty cool. It's better than looking at trees that have no leaves, right? Uh, We are bursting forth with enthusiasm for Anytown Elementary because we're going to be able to listen to them doing Plan B today. Yes, today's another Anytown Elementary Day, and the truth is we only have two of these programs left after today for this year. We always um, do this through the end of May, and then take June, July, and August off, and then start up again in September. Um, But I'm going to bring Anytown on here because I want to get going because their recording is about a half an hour long. How are you all today?
0: Good. Good. Thank you.
1: Good. We do have a recording of you all trying to do Plan B, and that is good.
2: Word, yeah. um, <laughs> uh,
1: I do have I've, – I've listened to it and will be giving you feedback. I'm not positive how much of the full half hour we listened to it. Maybe the whole thing. Um, but, uh, yes, it was a great attempt at Plan B. Anything people want to say about it before I start playing it um, – and then we'll play it.
3: Other than the fact that you'll have lots to give us feedback on. <laughs> um, I
1: do I, I do have lots of feedback to give you, and um, you know what? That's kind of par for the course for people who are trying Plan B uh, early on in their Plan B careers. Uh, you guys get an A-plus for bravery, and that's uh-huh. all we're really worried about at this point. Uh, as you all have proven earlier with the assessment of lagging skills and unsolved problems uh, doesn't take a whole lot of feedback for you all to um, get better at stuff, and I have every anticipation that Plan B will be the same way. I'm going to give you a little bit of a um, heads-up on the feedback. Ready? Sure. Yeah. The feedback I promise to be giving you at the end of the recording, whenever I end it, is with the Plan B uh, cheat sheet in terms of the drilling strategies. Um, There are five strategies for drilling for information in the empathy step of Plan B. And those five strategies, um, reflective listening, uh, questions beginning with the words who or what or where when, asking about why the problem occurs under some conditions and not others, Um, asking the kid what he or she is thinking in the midst of the unsolved problem rather than feeling, not that feeling is tragic, it's just that feeling doesn't usually give us the information we're looking for about the kid's concern or perspective on the unsolved problem we're talking with him about, and um, breaking the unsolved problem down into its component parts so the advice I promise to be giving you at the end is stick with the drilling strategies on the Plan B cheat sheet. They will serve you well. Um, but I don't want to sort of uh, jump the gun on the rest of the feedback. Anything else? Now, I will say this. The child, the student in the recording is a little bit soft in the beginning, so I want to just alert the people who are listening down the line that you may not be able to hear him so well. I'm going to crank the volume up, but... Um, and the other thing is, because of the technology of doing the program, I can't stop it in the middle, I comment, and start it all over again, so we do need to listen to it pretty much straight through before I comment. Anything else you all want to say before we start? And here's what I'm going to do. You have a minute and a half to say it, because I'm going to start playing the recording now. And as you know, there's a little bit of dead space in the beginning, but i don't have an ability to edit that out either. So go ahead, anything else before the thing starts?
0: Um, not that I can think offhand. hand. Did he come into the Plan B meeting? How did he come in? I came in after they were already set up. Okay. Um, the teacher that was with us doing this,
3: she's not here today, or she's not here with us right now. So hi! just
0: look forward to your feedback.
1: Uh, and my feedback you shall receive. Um, my recollection, do, do you recall what the unsolved problem was? We'll hear it in the beginning. Um, um, there was a certain assignment that yes. he was having trouble getting started on, as yes, I recall.
0: It was a cartooning
3: class that he was taking. and he- So just
1: for, go ahead.
3: He was in there, and it was his third day, and he hadn't produced anything yet. And when I walked in, and I went over, and a teacher said to me, he hasn't done anything. This is his third day, and he hasn't done anything. And I just went over there and talked to him a little bit, and then I wandered the classroom, and um, he eventually got quite a bit done.
1: Good. Here we go. The recording is going to start now. Back with you soon. Good morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is it okay that I join
3: this morning?
0: Ah, Thanks. So,
3: I noticed yesterday in um, the explorations, your cartooning, that you had difficulty getting started. Yeah. And I was told you hadn't done anything the two times before that. And then yesterday, you told me you were having difficulty. By the end of the class, you had done both. So I was just wondering what made the difference? I don't
2: know, just to get it done.
3: Okay. Um, how did you get started?
2: I these little boxes with the cartoons in it.
3: Okay. What stopped you from
2: um, talking?
3: Oh no no! I was just thinking, what made it so difficult the two days before that? What was the difference between those two days and this day?
2: I was talking a lot before. Okay.
3: So you had difficulty getting started talking or started working because you were talking. How did that change?
2: Because uh, if, probably if we. Next class, we would have to finish our comic. We would have to do the next class. Then we would probably start another thing. Then we would have to catch up on that.
3: Okay. So you started thinking about you're going to get behind? Okay. Uh, So I noticed how much you did yesterday. You did lots. When I first came in there, you said...
2: I did it wrong a bit.
3: What yesterday? What you what you did?
2: Yeah, in the big boxes. I small boxes first.
3: Oh, okay. And is that okay now? So you've ch- you've changed that. When I came in, was there anything on paper? A bit. And when had you done that?
2: Before. Like, and some of it today.
3: Okay, so most of it you had done. That morning. Okay. I'm just wondering, what was what was the difference? Because you spent two days, mm-hmm. seems like, spent two days having difficulty getting started. And then yesterday you were able to get so much done.
2: Because I was talking a
3: lot. So what changed it for you yesterday that you weren't talking so much?
2: Just to get it done.
3: Okay. So you didn't think about that the two days before? So you're kind of feeling the crunch?
4: Okay. Um, I'm kind of curious, Caleb, because this was the fourth session yesterday. Oh, it's the fourth one. Okay. So what have you, was this a new project that you started yesterday, or when did you start that project?
2: Last class, I think on Monday we started it, and then we did it yesterday, too. Okay, so what did you do Monday
4: and Wednesday last week?
2: Um, we, did these, we did these cartoons. We split a paper in half drew a cartoon. The best one that we liked, we sharpied it. And that's what we did that day. And then the next one, we did this little, like, fliporama of a cartoon on a piece of paper.
3: And did you do those?
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. My understanding was from another teacher that... Today, after I had come in and <coughs> was wandering the class, was the first time you actually
2: I did, do one did some work. Last time too.
3: Okay. Okay. So it was this project in particular that you had difficulty getting started with. Okay. Do you know what the difference was between this project and and the last one? Why was it more difficult? Or what was the difficulty getting started?
2: No.
3: Okay. I know when you first started that class, that wasn't your choice, because you get choices of what activity you want to do, and that wasn't really where you wanted to be. I'm glad you got lots done yesterday. And it looked like you were working hard and going up and getting, because it seems like you have to do a step, go and get it.
2: Outlined.
3: Oh, outlined, is that what he was doing? The box. Oh, okay. Because you were able to go up a few times to to get the next okay to go on. So are you finished it?
2: No, almost.
3: Okay. And is something new starting
2: Monday? I've been finishing it quick, and I only have a few more boxes (laughs) outline.
3: Okay.
4: Yes, Caleb. Um, we're all kind of wondering because we've we've noticed this happen before, where you have a difficulty getting started on an activity. So you're having difficulty getting started on the cartoon. So in this case, you said it's because on Monday you were you were talking too much, right? Is that what your thoughts were? So this time you felt the pressure to get it done, so you were more motivated. Like
2: day? Okay.
4: So if I was to think about um, our media songs, uh, happy birthday songs, um, I've also noticed you have great difficulty getting started in, in that activity as well. Um, is is it for the same reason or is there a different reason you have difficulty getting started?
2: We keep, we keep messing up on it. Like we do one thing then somebody puts it off track and then, then we have to restart it.
4: Okay. Your group does. But this is what I've noticed, Caleb, and and maybe you you see it differently, but I notice the group sitting here working, trying to get it started, and I see you sitting over here just kind of appearing to be looking somewhere else, not engaged with the group. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel like you are interacting with them, or no? So... Uh, that, that's sort of I, I see it again another difficulty sort of getting started on the project where you're sort of just kind of sitting there and letting other people get started but you are having a difficulty joining in or taking part or doing your part of the role so is, there, is it for the same reasons as the cartoon or, or is there a different reason for you for that
2: different.
4: and what, what might
2: that be Cartooning is talking a lot, and the other one is just like, I am messing up when we do it.
4: Okay, so when you say messing up when we do it.
2: Or we start the song.
4: Mm-hmm. The other
2: kids messing up? No, we're all like, one person puts it off track, and then it goes like, different. Okay.
4: Do you understand what I'm saying when I I see yourself separated from the group? Does that make sense to you? Would you agree that you tend to sometimes be over here and everybody else is over here and you're kind of just sitting there not really participating? Okay. So, for me, it would be difficult for me to see how you are messing up the song when I really don't see you engaged in the group. okay so
2: well,
4: how does that make you feel in the theater. okay but i'm talking about in the classroom cuz i wasn't in the theater was i no so i'm talking about in the classroom so your group is trying to do the song and you're sitting here and your group is here and i see almost no interaction between you and the group and i see that you're having a difficulty getting started on the task everybody's come together to, to complete that task and I see you having difficulty getting started on it. Is there a reason for that, is what I'm asking you. I don't
2: think they want me to include they to include me.
4: You don't think that they want you in the group?
2: Because I already had the song written down, we just had to practice.
4: Okay, and were you part of creating that
2: song? No, because I was almost done when we were when I joined.
4: Okay. Now, was it a group you wanted to join? Yeah. Right. So you were feeling? Did they? Did they say you know our song's done, or is that just how you felt?
2: Yeah, they said the song's done. Now it's record. Okay. So that. That makes sense. Okay.
4: So we have one where you were getting started was difficult because you were talking. Why do you think you were talking?
2: Because people around me.
4: Were they getting their work done?
2: Yeah, not everybody finished their At least some people did. On Monday. On Wednesday. Okay. Because we did it, we did it yesterday. If we didn't finish. Right.
4: So on Monday, you didn't get started, though, because you were talking?
2: I did get a little bit done. There's maybe like a box or two. Okay.
4: And was everybody that you were talking to not working?
2: They were working and talking a bit.
4: Okay. So you find it difficult when the people around you are... Would I be correct to say you find it difficult...
2: When I talk to them, to
4: To get your work done when people around you are talking that you want to talk to. <coughs>
3: or
2: I what I, ob-
3: what I observed yesterday was you were doing the talking, and you had difficulty noticing maybe how they... Well, did you notice the um, well, the comments, first of all, and also maybe the facial expressions about you talking to them? Because it, it looked like you were having difficulty Interpreting. Do you know what I mean by interpreting? Mm-hmm. Like understanding what maybe they were trying to say to you with their body language. Do you think they wanted you talking to them? No. That's kind of kind of what I saw from their faces too. <coughs> so what made you what made that difficult for you to to see what they were trying to tell you?
2: Uh, probably. Uh, hard to say
3: okay. Just say it. It's
2: hard to say to Explain. Do you want to try? No.
3: What's hard about it? Just to... Did you notice anything?
2: About their body language? Mm-hmm. No, because they probably had a smirk on their face.
3: Okay. Did you notice that smirk? No. Okay. Did you notice anything else about their body language?
2: Probably them just doing their work.
3: Okay. Were they having a conversation back with you?
2: Yeah, now and then.
3: Now and then? What do you think? The on each side of you, what do you think that they were thinking?
2: I um, we just wanted them to do their work.
3: That they, they were thinking they just want you to do your work? Or they want to get their work? They uh, just want to do want their to work?
2: They just working
3: to Okay. So I'm wondering what made it hard for you to let them do that?
2: Oh, well, we they talking to talking to them.
3: What made it hard for you to stop talking? I don't
2: know.
3: Hello, my friend, Mhm. I'm just kind of looking back at how they were sitting over their work and doing their work, and you talking. It, it's not a bad thing. We're just trying to figure out <coughs> um, what made it hard for you to see that they wanted to do their work.
2: Hard for them.
3: What made it hard for you to, to see that they wanted to get their work done? What made it hard for you to leave them, to stop talking to them? I'm
2: not going to like talking to them. hmm. Do you think they enjoy talking to you? Sometimes. Sometimes. So when do you think <coughs> they enjoy talking to
4: you? You don't have any work to do. Mm. So they like talking to you when they have spare time? Or maybe an, o- time. an odd comment back and forth while you're working?
2: No, oh, just spare time. Mm.
4: Okay. So does
2: it... How does it make you feel
4: when they don't want to talk to you because they're
2: working? am would it make you feel bored? Why would it make you feel bored? Nothing, nobody to talk to.
4: So would I be correct in saying, in that situation, when you're at cartooning, the talking to your friends is more important than completing the task?
2: Probably.
4: Thanks for being honest, Caleb. I I appreciate that, because that helps us understand a little bit more why it's difficult. Can you appreciate, though, that maybe they want to try and finish their their work, but it doesn't mean it's not them uh, saying that, you know, Caleb, just, just saying, they want to work. Can you appreciate that? There's a difference between not wanting to talk to you at all, <coughs> and actually just trying to let you know, like, it's work time right now. and I want to get my cartoon done. Can you see that? Can you understand that? Is that okay with you, or does it's okay if 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 you don't understand that, or that doesn't make you feel good?
2: I don't understand it.
4: Okay. So, then I guess what, what our thoughts are then is, why is it difficult for you then to sort of accept, like un- if you understand it, to sort of go, okay, they really don't want to talk right now, and to uh, maybe stop talking or focus a little bit more on, on the cartoon that you were drawing.
2: I just like talking
3: now. At any point yesterday did they ask you to stop talking? I think. Okay. And did you stop talking at that point? For
2: a little bit.
3: For a little bit? And did you start talking again? Yes. So how come that was so hard to stop
2: okay? I'm not talking to my friends.
3: Okay. So it's an opportunity to have a discussion with your friends. It's, it makes me a little bit curious,
4: Kayla, because I under, understand. Okay, so that this aren't because you're not with your classmates or with other kids that you don't get to spend the whole day with, you know, see them at recess and lunch or after school if that opportunity comes around. But when you're with your classmates, and a similar thing happens when you're with a group working on things, um, like our personal planning projects, and you have that opportunity to to talk and brainstorm and share, such as the birthday song. You don't engage. I still see you sitting by yourself. So the reason the song got finished before you joined the group is because the time before, again, you sat here and they sat there. And you had difficulty joining in and participating in the conversation. So had you joined in and participated in the group, you would have had some say into the song. So uh, both are social situations—an opportunity to talk. In cartooning, you took the opportunity to, to, for you, the value of being with friends and being able to talk was important. And in this situation, where you were able to talk and discuss an idea, you had difficulty joining it. Do you, why do you think that might be?
2: because they probably had enough people in that group.
4: And what what makes you feel that way or think that they had enough people in the group?
2: Cause he said about a group of four to five and they had like five or six people in. Mm-hmm. And
4: what about all the other groups?
2: They had like five too, four or five.
4: Yeah, they ha- They all the groups have five or six, right? Instead of going with six groups, we've now gone with five groups. And then that actually shrunk down to four groups. So all the groups have around six people in their groups. Right. So is your your group's not any different than any other groups, right? Yeah, but they're, those are
2: girls. Or boys.
4: But not all the groups are girls. There's two groups of boys and two groups of girls. I know. And if the boys and the girls are up next. then the Nope. That's how you guys wanted it, right? You guys made the groups, right? And that's how you guys formed your group. Is that right, Caleb? Okay, so understand that the group is big, but your group's no bigger than any of the other groups. Right? We changed that so everybody felt comfortable and included. Okay. So if I go back to why do you have difficulty getting started with your group, engaging in that conversation?
2: And they wouldn't have accepted me at the time because they, they probably had enough people in that group so they probably wouldn't accept me in that group. And what makes you feel they won't accept you in the group? Too much people in it. Because I had like <coughs> five or six people in it. And if I joined, I'd be seven people.
4: Did anybody say anything to you?
2: No, I asked the next class to join. I asked one of the members, and they let me. I mm-hmm. asked you to have to join. Mm-hmm.
4: So they they accepted you into the group, right? Okay. So I'm just curious why you still have that feeling.
2: Because I still.
4: just do. Um, I know that you have a lot to share. You have lots of ideas, Caleb, and I really want to see you sharing those ideas and participating. We have lots of opportunities in our class to. Working groups and I know that there's socialization that goes on while you guys are working in groups and you hear me constantly going okay guys this isn't just social time this is work time too I'm just not sure where we can go with the groups because um, you had an opportunity to work with a group but you don't feel that that they're going to accept you um, they have verbally said yeah you can join our group but there's something that's making it still making it difficult for you and I'm, I'm not sure what it is and, and I, I would like to help you to try and solve that so that we can come up with a way so that you can participate right so do you think you could maybe share a little bit more about and just just do can you think about a feeling or a
2: thought
3: or no. might be something next time when he has the opportunity to work in a group
1: mm-hmm.
3: that he can have now he can think about some of the things that were talked about here, and maybe he might start to understand more of why he's having it difficult. And joining
4: the other group. Just okay, one last question, Caleb, just because I'm curious. Do you find it easier to work in groups, whether well, it's lots of people kind of sharing ideas and trying to come to the answer together, or do you feel it easier to work by
2: yourself? So
4: in a group of three or four, you find it easier to work in a group of three or four? And if there's
2: a bigger group, everybody would be talking. Like, everybody would have an accent in their head, and would know, just be loud.
3: So you find it easier to work in a smaller group than, than a larger group? Hmm.
2: Depends on what thing it is, though. So. Yeah.
3: Well, what What thing would make it easier for oh, a smaller group?
2: Oh, just a poster for three or four people. Okay. And a big gigantic project, probably with a bunch of people, okay, can you give me an example of a big gigantic project? Probably just probably making a robot
4: okay we're gonna start our, our big media projects that we've been talking about the on cyberbullying and internet safety and and all of that right? We're gonna start our big projects on that so and you know that that's a video presentation, right? When you guys have three different formats that you can take what size group for you what size group do you think would be good for creating a video The video for that project this is going to be a project it's going to probably take us like three or four weeks to do maybe f- four five oh, maybe four or five people yeah. well thanks for that Caleb because you know I'm trying to think of the group so that would be helpful so can you do us a favor, maybe, next time, Caleb, next time when uh, I'll try and help you with a cue and say, yeah, Caleb, how come you're not with your group? Can you try and think about how you're feeling or what thoughts are going through your head at that time so then maybe when we talk next time we can sort of help together find a pro- solution of how to make this work for you? Just <coughs>
2: to Just try.
4: I know you always try, Caleb. That's not, never doubted that you don't try. But it's hard to try when you don't, you don't know um, there's something stopping you. So, and we've all noticed that there's sometimes there's something that's stopping you. You're having difficulty. I don't doubt that you try. We all, we all know that you're always trying.
0: I think it's a good suggestion. That just thinking about it next time it happens. Yeah, great.
4: Would you be okay if we talk about this again next week and see where we can go from there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's (laughs) that whole thing about.
1: Okay, any town. We're back. Hi. Um. Thank you for submitting that. That's um, good to listen to, and there were some very good things being done. And, yes, as always, there's some things that I can give you some feedback on. Um, Caleb was a little bit hard to hear, but um, luckily the adults were doing a meaningful amount of reflective listening so that we could get what he was saying through the adults repeating it. Um but before I give feedback, let's have you do a little self-assessment. What um first let's trace the evolution of what we learned. Uh he was having difficulty getting started on a particular assignment. And we heard a few things along the way that informed that somewhat. Um what What did we learn along the way what What did you all pick up on that you thought was um informative with Caleb?
3: Oh I was ready to pick apart what <laughs> what we did wrong um uh, that he was he wasn't doing his assignment because he was talking that he wanted to talk uh, at that time.
1: Um Well, he was I don't know talking... help me out here. <laughs> well, he was Give me another talking question. I'm I'm always listening to these and I listen to a lot of them and listening for what did we learn along the way? What was the evolution of our understanding? of what was getting in Caleb's way. Um, and, um, yes, I heard that he was talking instead of working. I heard that there were some groups that he felt, I think I heard, not interested in, he didn't feel were particularly receptive to his membership. Um What else did we learn that you all can remember? Because that's sort of the evolution of information that we gathered from this student. Um, Anything else that we learned along the way?
3: I found that um, what it seemed like was that he wanted to... um, strike up a conversation and, and be friends with these kids, which he has a difficult time doing. And um, I don't know. He um, he didn't seem but then that's me interpreting again. Because he didn't look comfortable in the class.
0: With the project and even talking with the other kids
1: okay so let's let's go to your self assessment of this plan b um, and you know there's there's many plan B's that aren't done perfectly, but that where we get a lot of information, and when we move toward a solution, I would say that this was primarily the empathy step um if you were to uh critique how you all did, what would you say were the good parts and what would you say were the parts that need work?
0: I'd say the parts that need work are um, jumping
3: around too much from one problem area to another. Um, They were totally separate projects also talking a lot about feelings rather than thinking, Um, and let's see, when I said, um, um, I don't think I did as much, I know I didn't do as much reflective listening as I should have. and maybe waiting for, just giving him more time and sticking with the
0: moment instead of going on. How did you think uh, Caleb felt in the meeting? Like when you were you started it, he said he started okay. Mm-hmm. Did he get more nervous throughout the meeting? Mm. No, I don't think so. Didn't you say that he was getting more? Jumpy or something, or like not comfortable. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I was talking about in the classroom. No, no. Oh, in, in the meeting that you had, wasn't he concerned about what the teacher was asking? I think maybe confused too. Confused. Okay. Because it went from
3: one topic to another. It didn't we didn't really stick with the original problem. Um.
1: And here's the interesting thing. In this case, I would agree that sticking with this problem probably would have been the better play. Mm -hmm. It felt to me like the moving off of the original problem may have been sort of because we weren't exactly sure where else to go with it more than it was because we got new information from Caleb that took us into a different direction. It's not uncommon in the course of a plan B for us to be gathering information and for that information to take us away from the original unsolved problem and into territory that may actually sometimes actually be more fruitful or that may lead us to an unsolved problem that, that while it may not be the one we began with, it is a better direction to go in. In this case, it didn't feel like we started heading in a different direction because of new information that Caleb had provided, but rather because um, we weren't sure what more to ask of Caleb on the original unsolved problem. And I agree I think that, I do think that there was a fair amount of reflective listening being done. Um, But there was also quite a bit of adult talking. And I would encourage more adult silence and not feeling pressured to have the next question ready to roll or feel pressured to have a next question ready to roll the drilling strategies um give you questions to ask but i felt like i wanted to hear more of the um clarifying statements that can come after the reflective listening things like how so or tell me more about that or i'm confused or um i don't quite understand rather than adults feeling pressured to keep the conversation going and to keep the information flowing, more asking the student to provide more detail on what he meant, on things that we didn't quite understand. It felt like the adults felt pressured to guess or theorize about what he was trying to say. And I probably would have given the student more opportunity to say what he was trying to say. But you guys pretty much covered what my feedback would have been. Um, Now, there was good. There was a meaningful amount of reflective listening. Um, There was some questioning about why under some conditions instead of others. I liked the tone of the conversation, by and large. Caleb was talking. You all who were in the room would know better about the degree to which he felt comfortable providing information that I did not get a great sense of by listening and couldn't hear him too well anyways. But I guess my primary feedback would be, let's have adults talking less. Okay. Even though the student was not a world-class talker and wasn't sort of filled with Lots of information, I think that there's room for adults to do more clarifying statements and less guessing and less talking and less theorizing and let's in this case, I would say, try to stay with what it was that we started with um and that's exactly the feedback that you gave yourselves, which is outstanding. Okay.
3: Thank you for. Yeah.
1: Yes, thank you. So now here's the good news. You get to do it again. Yay.
3: Okay.
1: Now it doesn't have to be with this student if he's not available. The feedback, of course, applies to any Plan B that you might be wanting to do. Um, And the truth is um, that's feedback that's not uncommon for me to provide people who are just given this a whirl. So once again, you get an A-plus for bravery, an A-plus for the feedback that you gave yourself, your self-assessment. And um, so long as those two things continue, you continue self-assessing and accurately, and you continue staying brave and going back to it, I am extremely optimistic about the ultimate outcome.
0: You know, Ross, one of the good things was is they actually listened to the tape after they'd finished it, and the group went through and critiqued themselves, uh, which they found very helpful.
1: Proof that this is proof, this program and that statement is proof that people don't need me or one of my colleagues critiquing them. They can often do it on their own.
0: Uh Well, it helps to have you, though.
1: Always. That's what this program's for. That's why we're doing this. We have to end for today, but thank you, Anytown, and I look forward to doing this again next week.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care.